Hopefully the camera's not getting your crotch. Well, I don't think it's showing. Okay, right. Looks <laughs> 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 like it's so, so all I can see is your legs up high. Oh, my hand is strategically I, placed. Okay, I can't see it because your other hand was in the way. And I'm like, I hope the camera's not getting a crotch shot right now. We should be good. I think I think we're good. Watch on YouTube, speaking of. But I think it's probably like safe. We're safe, right, Nick? We're very safe. <laughs> yes. Um, we're your besties in your ear. Back for another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Wah! Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Oh, no hand and not a lot of enthusiasm in that one. Well, I was trying to like... Oh. For, I was trying to like get, get set the mood. You were doing a tone setter. <laughs> I'm trying to tone set. Why is the tone so grim? Because I think we want to chat about something. Oh, okay. And I hate that I'm smiling. I just can't. Like, I know. Same. <laughs> you can be literally like someone died. And I'm like, so we have to talk about something. <laughs> but never lose your your optimism <laughs> or sense of humor. It's really all we have sometimes. It's all we have. And you not knowing how to pronounce words. <laughs> and and we have that as well. We have a couple things in our back pocket. Um, Okay, so we want to talk about the video. Yes. So, yeah. Okay, so I put out a video last night about Graham and I because everyone well, now it's oh like a week ago just in case people are listening like last night what true that's very true this is we're recording the next day mm-hmm. not by design just by feeling I just go off my gut feelings so Tuesday the 18th you put out the video yeah <laughs> now it's specific. the 19th and my <laughs> eggs expired but I still ate them today just so you know um <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I had to, though. I was so hungry. So last, so I wasn't going to say anything about it because we're in the middle of it, right? You know, obviously. But I felt like, so I, I know I don't ever owe anybody anything. And we get to pick what we put out online. But I did start to feel, and it came from me internally, and a little bit, I think, from Graham, too. Mind you, Graham and I talk every day through this, and... I always say all you have are your words and him and I are in constant communication. But I started to kind of feel awkward going out or I, the the best example I can give is outside the ice cream shop. I ran into a mutual friend and I felt so different from the person that like was on my Instagram that was in person that talks to Graham. And I always like it when everything sort of lives in the same space, but I wasn't ready to put that online yet. I don't regret that one bit. I just, so I said, okay, Graham, what do you think about maybe me slightly touching on it? And he was like, I'm all for that. So I made just a couple of videos. Simply, the, the message I wanted to get across, simply put, was Graham and I are going through it. That was it. No, he was like, don't even say a hard time. Don't say, just we're going, like we're, and clearly we are. He's not on my social media right now. Like, he's not in New York right now. So it, that, that was all I wanted to say. And with that, though, I also, from a personal standpoint, wanted to say I think people are like oh my gosh I'm so sorry you're like oh they're they're going through it and it's like it's not like that it's I'm we're yeah we are like welcome to the world there's gonna be hard times good times that's I'm not afraid of that I wouldn't I would rather not sweep things under the rug and just like keep going singing kumbaya knowing there's a problem that we need to address and I and in the by problem I mean Graham and I are we're from Oklahoma we moved to California. We lived there for three years. I got this job. We moved here. We're a long way from home. We got married younger. 
none of these things are bad. All of that was by design. All of those were things we wanted to do. I remember the day after our honeymoon, we were flying back and I was in the airport like drawing up startups. Like I've always been like that. We've always had that in common. We're doers, things like that. And with that, I think comes constant audits of, okay, where are we? And so we're having a big one of those right now. Not a problem, but ours to deal with. So I wanted to keep it offline because I'm, I'm Alex online, but Graham's not online. So I'm also half of a marriage. And I want to be respectful of that. But I did talk to him about, hey, what do you think about saying a little something to kind of bridge the gap here? Because we're just kind of ignoring it. He was like, I love that. He, when I sent him the video I posted, he responded back, ha, 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 that's the one. Like he was like, you know, that he liked, he just loved it. And I had sent him so many. And so that was the one he felt good with. We're going to leave it at that for now. Um, but I feel good about posting it. And I sat on it for, I don't know, five or six days, even thinking about doing it. Um, and so that's, that's a bow on that for now. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that like at least frustrates me is people just assume since Graham's not in your videos, he he's like exiled. It's like he's still you guys are still talking and like working through this together. Like I just hate how the Internet assumes if they're not seeing someone, they're just vanished. And, and they, they start to take it like to these weird levels and you're like, oh, like, my gosh, you're just assuming like you're doing this without him. It's like, no, you guys still talk. He has a say in the video you post. Yes, I, I hashtagged a caption, hashtag where's Graham? And I called him before that. I said, okay, what do we think about this? And he's like laughing and he's like, I like that. Like that, I'm good with that. And I, our lives are online and I, I don't, I love that. But he really loves that. And he's very supportive of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that gets lost sometimes. But I think people don't understand how like methodical you and I are outside of this. Like how, how we th we're thinkers. We feel good about things that we post. Like, it's not this reckless relationship that we have with social media. And so that's why, too, like any of the comments, I've had a lot of our coworkers here message me and be like, don't, you know, don't worry about the comments. And it's like, I'm not even reading those. That, no. That's not what this is about. This was me putting out what I wanted to and then removing myself again from it. And I feel good about that. And that's that for now. Yeah, I don't know why, but oh, people really do forget that. People put thought and a lot, a lot of time and thought into the content they post. People just assume people on social media are like recklessly posting here and there. It's like, no, people have a purpose behind everything that they post. And we control what we post. It was so funny how you were like, I'm, I'm posting the videos. I'm aware Graham's not here. I, I get the biggest <laughs> kick out of it sometimes. They're like, oh, he's, she stopped putting him in her videos. And I'm like, well, no. I was like, what, really? Did she? Obviously. Like, what? You think? Oh. <laughs> I just, I, I, most of the time, it was so funny because last, I was kind of on this Instagram, I was sort of, you know, putting these things on my stories and one of my friends called me, was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh my God, I'm fine. I live in this world day to day. Like this is, I, I have lived here mentally for a long time. It took me a while to get there, but this, you kind of detach from it, laugh at it. And then, and then you, you let people into that mm -hmm. and they're like, that feels heavy. And you're like, no, that feels very light. Yeah, but they don't get it because they're not it. They don't do that. And that's OK. And you can't expect them to. And it's it comes from a very lovely place. People saying, where's Graham? Those I never took that as those as haters. No, I just took those as literally. Where is he? Yeah, just because people get invested in your life. And it's I mean, it could be you even like you post with a best friend every day and you stop posting and people will assume you guys had a falling out. It's like maybe she just doesn't want to be online anymore. Yeah, if Kylie Jenner stops with St Stacey, Stassi Stassi. for a bit, I, I'm wondering. <laughs> I, I'm like, do they have a falling out? Yeah. It's just human nature. Totally. And it's not ill. There's no ill intent to it. And. And so 
there's the social media side, which you and I can dissect always. But then, but then as far as like that goes, that's all I want to say about it right now. And I feel really good about that. And so I just, it's it's a brief little touch on and then a, we've got it. We're going to do our deal Mm -hmm. and that'll be that. So hashtag we now know our grandmas. We do. Well, I don't (laughs) think, I don't actually think people do. (laughs) I do. (laughs) But what I, what I really did mean was that is for us to know. And then that, that's not for them to know. Exactly. Well, I appreciate it. I think that was nice for you to just give people a little, like, look into what's going on. Because it show. I mean, people are invested in your life, in Graham's life. So it was a nice little message. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think I realized, too, this isn't a, it's not a bad thing. To, I, I was so in it that I was like, I can't acknowledge it. And it's like, yes, you can. And people that are asking where's Graham aren't saying, fuck Graham. No, people love. Like, the, Graham's the best. Graham is the best. And Graham so, will always win. Yes. It's like, and I'm like, if anybody sees him, you go give that, you go give him the biggest hug in the world. Like, Graham is the best. We are in a, we have to look at bigger picture is what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's okay. And so that's what we're doing. Love. Okay. Well, thank you, Alex. Oh, you're, you're so welcome. <laughs> what a great interview. On to the next. <laughs> Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. I was just going to say that. I was like, and that was our TED Talk of the day. <laughs> okay. Now what? <laughs> and to segue from there. Um, let's talk about sex. I'm just kidding. Let's talk about sex, baby. Um, well. It's so hard to like jump to another time. Right. Like, what that. do you, so how long was that? Is that the episode? <laughs> Nine minutes. The title is hashtag where's Graham and it's nine minutes. <laughs> Howdy y'all. The Mean Girls, a.k.a. Jordan and I are headed down south for our first ever Southern Summer Tour presented by the one and only Pink Whitney. We're going to be stopping in Dallas, Austin, Charleston, Tampa, and Nashville and we'll be bringing Pink Whitney along for the ride. So make sure to tell your friends and spread the word as we're ready to take some shots down south with you guys. So literally this week, as you're listening to this, we're coming to Dallas and Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeehaw, cowgirl. Christie's in Dallas, so sh- green light social in Austin. <laughs> Check our, refer to our Instagram and our Twitter for times, but we're so excited. We're probably like en route to Dallas right now as you're listening to this. Um, we're going to be mm-hmm. shooting our shot. Pink Whitney, Barstool's only endorsed alcohol brand, and the number one flavored vodka. So shoot your shot with Pink Whitney. Come shoot your shot in person with us if you're in these cities. And remember, Pink Whitney, the only way to live summer. And come early because we're giving away merch, like really cool merch and some Pink Whitney items for the first, I don't know how many people, but like only the first few people are going to get it. So text your friends and be like, let's do this. Like the the t-shirts are sick. They're cool. Yeah. We made them ourselves. Yeah. Okay, I could tell you about the phone call I had last night. Oh, I would love to know that. It was really funny because, so I was talking to some of our friends. I was on a call and there was multiple of them. And they were saying how one of their friends has photos of their current girlfriend. Like, I don't know, nudes or something. Oh, they're like nude pictures. Okay. Maybe some, they they refer to them as like photos. Okay. I, uh, but con- contextually speaking, yeah, I think these were like, or like hot pics. Like pics risque. Of, some risque photos. Okay. Yeah, maybe some of them in the bedroom. I don't know, like a little file. Okay. Great, like do your thing, 21. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Oh. But, oh. But they, oh, my, you know, I'm like, that. they get to have that. They can have that thing over there. That's okay. And then they were saying, they, they had called me to present it as a topic for us. And they were like, one thing we want to hear what you guys think about is, all right, so if a guy's got photos of his girlfriend on the phone, 
isn't it weird or do you think it's weird if he shows it to his friends like he's proud of or like, hey, look at my girl while they're still dating? That's question number one. So what pictures are they, is he showing the friends? So like how risque? And let's say it's her in the bedroom with like a bra on. And no. Maybe, no. Okay. So you're, you're absolutely not. If I found out my boyfriend showed pictures of me to his friends, I would not only kill him, I would take his phone, burn it. And I'd also kill the friend who saw those pictures. I agree. <laughs> I think I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, like you, that's, that, that's like for y'all to have. You two yeah. get to, that's your thing. And she felt okay giving you those and like, and I always think, too, it feels kind of like, I don't know, protect, that's your girl. Protect that. I was just going to say, I was like, I feel like he's kind of like showcasing her like it's a, she's a prize. Yeah. Like, why, and why, like, I would never want to show you, let's say, like, I had a boyfriend, he sent me a dick pic. I wouldn't want to show you that. Right, and, like, you think he's hot, or, like, it's, it's like, what are you, it's almost like bragging, kind of, but it's like, yeah. no, and here's the thing. Well, I would show you a dick pic, but... <laughs> I was like, I don't but I wouldn't want to see it. Like, I really, I really can't imagine a world unless you were like, I slept with Tom Brady. Yeah, and I took a photo. I would be like, listen, we should put that on OnlyFans and definitely put the gate at like five hundred dollars. <laughs> and so I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. But like, let's say like there was, I took like a really intimate picture of my boyfriend. Like, okay, let's. I know this is very different, but like him sleeping, like looking all cute. That's for me to see. Like, that's an intimate picture where he was in a vulnerable state. Like, I'm not showing you that picture because he's mine. Right, and if she, let's say she sent you these. Yeah. Like, she took them and was, like, like loved them. I, I can I can Im imagine a world where you save them, and you love to look at them, and you're like, you know your girl's hot. But I can't imagine being around the table being like, okay, boys, check out what she sent me. Like, Ew. if I'm the guys, I'm like, why are you showing me that? That's, that's, that's your girl. It's also like he's trying to prove to his friends that his girlfriend's hot. It's right. Like, what are you trying to prove, bro? Like, right. What? Right. I almost want to text and be like, never show a picture of her again. And I also think, too, like, leave, leave the mystery. Why, why give all the nuggets out to everyone? Like, I don't know. It feels I, okay. disrespectful. So the second, the second scenario is they broke up, but he still has the photos. Okay, who broke up with who? They didn't, they didn't specify that. But they didn't actually break up, did they? No, no, oh, okay. no, no. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but it is, it's in, so they were saying, okay, so let's say you've got, you've got the file of the girl on the phone. You guys break up. It's a year later. The boys are sitting around the table and the guy's like, oh, remember when you dated Stacy? She was so hot. And he's like, I mean, check out how, I mean, yes, yeah, she was hot. Look at, look at this. Are you, how do you feel about that? I mean, it would still really piss me off. I don't think that anyone should show intimate pictures at all, but you can't control someone's actions once they're broken up. This is my thing with this one. As l I, uh, I think it's pretty. I uh, <laughs> whatever. I I don't, I would never ever 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 want him to send them. I no. we, we do not send these pictures to anyone. I think that is like so disrespectful. Now, if the guys are sitting around the table and he shows the photo, just saying how hot she was at that point. That's been a year broken up. Like that to me. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, I've never even sent a nude because I don't trust anyone. So, like, if I did and someone did that, it would just, like, break my heart into a million pieces. Because, like, yeah. the trust I have with that. But I think there's a world where that, to me, feels... If he, if he sends it, oh, my heart, it, it hurts. But I think if you send it to him, you know 
yeah. I mean, how how old were you when your mom started telling you never put something online that, or never never send anything on a phone that you don't want the whole world to see? Yeah. Um, and so I think I think there's. I'm not instant. I'm I'm not as mad about it if it's if it's later and it's just a flash yeah. of it. But if the if it gets sent, I'm I'm distraught. I know it's hard because like when you when you break up, you just can't control your ex's actions. Not at all. Yeah, it's kind of like if you were to send a super long intimate text about how much you love someone, like I wouldn't want them sharing that either. Like I don't to me pictures are very intimate. Yes, and it would just be so. I would hope that my ex would have the the respect for me not to do that. Uh, yes, but I can't control their actions. No, I know. I, I I had never thought about that though. I was like, wow. I'm mad at him. Forgot the guy. Oh, oh, yeah. No, me too. <laughs> me too. I was like, well, who are you mad at? Because the, the ones that called were just, they were no. presenting topics. No, 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 no. The, the, the guy, actual yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Same. Then, okay, so then the last one is, so some people take, like, videos of, like, you having sex and save those. Mm-hmm. And then if you... you a sex tape, <laughs> a, a social media version of a sex tape. And then if you got, if you broke up... What was the third? I can't remember. Oh, if you broke up, would you make them screen? So I said, I'm making them screen record that we're deleting the whole entire file. Yeah. Delete. That's what I'm, that's what I would make them do. Yeah. Okay. You agree with that? Yeah. I would actually probably make them delete all their, the pictures of me as well. That's what I'm, that's what I was saying. I was like, we would never ever even get to this scenario because you're going to have to screen record the deleting. I genuinely don't think I'll ever send a nude in my entire life. That's, I think that's a great idea. (laughs) The trust I have for people is so minimal. Yeah. It's, that's fair. (laughs) Maybe for like my husband and I's like 10th anniversary. (laughs) You'll, yeah. You could even, you know what you could do is no, cause then it's a hard, hard, hard copy. I was going to say you could print it. And then it wouldn't be on the phone, but then it could just take a photo of it yeah. anytime. It literally, prob- that's probably like worse. I want to do a boudoir. boudoir shoot. I think those are so beautiful. And do like a calendar. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that. Because like if someone saw those pictures, I'd be like, whatever, I look good. Well, and I was going to say too, a lot of times I do think, like this doesn't really apply to you and I, but a lot of people, like I had a friend one time who thought her Snapchat got leaked and she was like, okay, but listen, I'm proud of every Snapchat I sent. And I was like, go girl. Like, I would be too scared, but, like, do – she was like, if they get leaked, I never sent one that I didn't think I looked good in. And I was yeah. like, more power to you. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's like – the mo- what people post these days, it's like, whatever. Yeah, it's pretty much, like, pretty – but I, I did think it was interesting, the, the thoughts of, like, after the aftermath. Yeah, I'm going into my ex's phone and being like, before we break up – you would delete everything. The problem with that, though, is now when you delete something, it goes to the deleted files and you get 30 days to recover it. Do you know that deleted text messages can still be found? Yes. I found, my friend found out that the hard way. Everything, there's like people dedicated in Google that are just like reading everything we're doing constantly. Like no one is safe. People got to realize that. Like month, this was months ago and I didn't even know this was a thing. I actually have two fo- phones. Ruin lives. Yes. My friend was seeing this guy and unfortunately she's cheated on him before and that's why they ended up breaking up. But she told the guy, she's like, I'm done with the other one. Like, you're the only guy for me. And he took her phone. He knew that you could look at deleted texts. She didn't at the time because it was the newer update. Saw all the texts from him and was like, yeah, bitch, we're done. And then another thing I just figured out. Did you know when you edit texts, you can, the other person can see the earlier version and before you edit they can see it if they've opened it right like 
But if you sent me a text right now and I didn't open it and then you edited it, can't I not see that? No. Wait, let's, let's wait, really? Well, yeah, let's, let's, let's see. Because like, last night I was talking to someone and he, I texted him something and it was a very simple edit and he texted me back and he's like, I wish you would have kept blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? And, he, and then he like screenshotted the edited, like seeing my edit. And I was like, you know, you can see my edits. Wait, don't open this text. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So are you off of it? Yeah. Okay. So I just texted you something. Okay. Okay. But you see it. Do you want me to click into it? No. Okay. Now click into it. One second. I'm going to edit. Okay. Now click into it and open it. So what can you, what do you see? That edited version. Oh my gosh. Yes. He literally sent me a screenshot of like this showing my, my text. And I was like, okay, so you click edited and then it shows you, mm-hmm. which makes me so scared. Cause the, like this was a week ago. I was drunk and I texted this guy something and then I edited it very quickly because I was like drunk brain drunk brain because like what we talked about and I edited it to something completely different and I'm like oh my god what if he saw what I said but a lot of people don't know you can do that no I mean, we just told them but a lot of people don't know what about undo though I un- I unsent it can you can you see that no well I can see that you unsent it but you can't do anything no to find that I wonder if it, it expires though the edited version you know what I mean? That would be nice if it did, because what's the point of it if you could see? I mean, I can still see all my edits, but I'm wondering if, like, you're edited. Here, will you text me again to edit, and then I'll check at the end of the episode? Yeah. I am just... I was Hello. just a little shook by that. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like, what's the point of editing it if you can see... Exactly. Phones ruin lives. Yeah, like what? So if you profess your love to someone over text, don't edit it. Unsend the message. Yeah, well, I, I, do, I do only like edits for like typos. Same. Not really like as a safety net of you. Like then just do the undo set. Yeah, but I was like, damn. So yeah, you, I mean, you really got to delete, delete everything these days. Yeah, because there's the filter. Yeah, recently deleted. Yeah. It's like. Delete all those. You got to delete the deleted. And that's the same with photos. Yeah, phones, man, there. I, I was talking, a lot, when I was in the Hamptons with my mom this past weekend, we saw some, like, 17-year-olds just, just, and you could have told me they were 25 and I would have believed it. Oh, yeah. And they were on their way to the beach, and I was like, there they go to meet those boys. And my mom was like, that they've never met. And I was like, that they only know on Snapchat. And my mom was like, and you know, hopefully it all works out. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't like, I can't imagine like no. even us growing up when we did with social media. Can you imagine today having a high schooler? I can't even imagine being Amory's age and she's 21. Mm-hmm. I told her that the other day. I was like, I would never want to be your age. I would never want to have to raise a child. I would have to read, I'm going to have to read so many books about how to, I mean, you're not getting a phone. You're not getting a phone until you're 20. If I have a kid, they're not getting electronics. No, there's no phone, and you will not download any of these apps. And then you're going to be the enemy because you don't let them have them. But and you can't talk to boys till you're 18. It, and you can never <laughs> go on a date. No, you can't. I'm locking you in the closet. <laughs> I'm terrified to raise a child in this world. <laughs> I'm dead bolting them, and then they won't be exposed to enough. You can't win. Parents can't win. I feel bad. I feel bad. I know. That's why you just don't have kids. That's well. Who? Oh, oh, it was a dream. About what? I was gonna say I talked to somebody the day that didn't want kids, but I was at dinner with somebody that didn't want kids. Oh, I was in my like, dream. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say what? It wasn't real. It was fake. That's scary. Quick pause to talk about Shady Rays because if you're like Jordan and I, you love your aviators, but you hate how they always get tangled in your hair, right? Especially us in the summer, especially with my slick back bun, right. or ponytail. 
You can't put the, you can't put the aviators on your head, and you love aviators. Mm-hmm. Shady Rays has these super cute new tangle free aviators, and seriously, you guys, it's so amazing because you get the classic aviator look without the messy hair because of their custom patent pending nose piece designed to specifically avoid tangling. So you can have the same classic pair of aviators, but you can put them on your head with no problem, which is the best because in the summer all you want to do is just like throw your sunglasses on top of your head and know you're not going to pull your hair out when you're done. These frames are seriously lightweight, but they also feel very high-end. We're both obsessed with the black pair. Plus, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all eyewear. Every pair is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you sit on them, it's fine. There's absolutely no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. If you don't love your new pair, you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. That's like... That's too nice. It's incredible. <coughs> Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Head to ShadyRays.com slash Tangle Free with code MeanGirl for 30% off their best Tangle Free aviators and so much more. Save before they sell out and try for yourself. Shady Rays rated top five stars by over 250,000 people. That's incredible. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm avoiding talking about the dating multiple people thing i think it's a good thing i'm surprised you've never done it i i know i don't i always you know how i am i always get a little nervy talking about it and then i'm like blah 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 book yes um i think i've said this multiple times but this is the first time in my entire life i'm 28 years old where i've dated multiple people at once what do you mean you've said that multiple times i feel like i've like i've like Last episode, I think I said I'm dating multiple people. Oh, but you you haven't said it, like, prior to because this is the first time. Yeah, this is the first time. Okay. But, like, I'm actually – because, like, in the past, maybe I've gone on a um, a first date with a person one week and the next day I've gone on a first date, but then it, I never went on a second date. I'm, like, actually, like, dating multiple people. And at first I felt a little odd about it, but then my therapist was like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's actually the best way to find somebody because you learn so much about yourself and what you want in a partner. Also, you don't obsess over the guy you're dating because if they, for some reason, make you mad, you're like, wait, but I have X, Y, and Z over here that I can preoccupy my mind with. So I was um, in therapy yesterday, and we've been talking about attachment styles. Okay. And you're either secure, avoidant, anxious, or the 10% that's anxious, anxious avoidant, which I am that 10%. Wait, wait, you're, you're either what? So you're either secure, avoidant, anxious, or there's like 10% of the population that's anxious avoidant. Okay, so if you're secure in attachment styles, what is that? Like a brief? So like secure would be like you're dating somebody and the communi- they're very good with communication. You never are wondering what they're thinking or feeling. They're very upfront. They're just vulnerable. They're just a very healthy person to date. Okay. If you're avoidant, you're dating someone who is it's really hard for them to open up. You never know where they're standing. You might not hear from them for a few days or they like will cut things off really quickly with people because they're avoiding getting attached. Okay. And then anxious is somebody who's always like worried. They're like, you didn't text me back. Why aren't you calling me back? It's been a few hours. Like, what are you doing? Are you cheating on me? Like they're just anxious about the relationship constantly. And then you have that like anxious avoidant, which is like a mixture mixture of anxious and avoidant okay yeah and you're anxious avoidant well so i'm my therapist says i'm avoidant in romantic relationships and i'm anxious in platonic relationships okay so so there there can be different types yeah okay so it can it can pertain to friendships and then like romantic relationships. oh yeah business partnerships parent like your relationship with your parents in all aspects of life okay yeah but um 
the best way to get over being avoidant is, and I'm not a doctor, this is just what I learned in therapy yesterday, is to date multiple people because you're training your brain to have long-term connections with multiple people. Okay. Because that's the only way not to be avoidant is to be committed. (laughs) Because, like, I'm constantly avoiding getting committed or being committed. Like, that's why I'm always like, I love being single. I can't get in a relationship. I'm always, because I'm always avoiding it. Okay. I would love to be in a relationship. I would love to find love, but I'm avoiding it because I'm afraid of commitment. Mm. So the only way to battle that is to date multiple people to train your brain that like it's okay to go on multiple dates and like start to form commitment with people. Okay. Yeah. Do they know that you're doing it? Dating multiple people? Yeah. No, but if they ask, I would tell them. Well, because I was going to say, I think I think fundamentally there is zero I don't even know, honestly, why you haven't done it earlier, because because if you were not, I guess the caveat to it would be all eggs in one basket, like to one person. But how are you supposed to do that when you've been on one date? Exactly. And I'm not planning on going like like stringing them along for months. It's been like four dates. Well, you're you're the best kind of dater because you're truly just doing it to figure out which one you like. You're not really like a player. No, I'm not fucking around. That's not what it's, that's not how you're coming at this. You're genuinely kiss them. Yeah. You're coming at it from like, I like all three of you. I'm trying to figure out what I want. And then one of you, maybe, maybe none of you will, will keep going. Yeah. I've learned that like until someone comes to you and is like, are you dating other people? Can we be exclusive? I owe them nothing. Absolutely not. Cause I would hope that they're maybe dating other people. Cause I don't want them to just be a be assuming that this is going to become long term if they're not willing to invest like one of the guys i'm talking to i'm pretty sure went on a date last night and my roommate was like did that bother you i was like no because i'm doing it well and and after two dates you're seriously supposed to be like that's my one right that's not even like that's really not even fair to people yeah like i don't think it's a good idea to literally be having like sex with like if you're dating six people don't be having sex with all six constantly but I think it's okay to go on dates with people and have like drinks and do very minimal activities. Well, ske- like to literally schedule dates out. Yeah. It's not like you're leaving the bar and you're like, which one? I mean, you could definitely pick, but yeah. like it's, it's, this is a calculated, I love this. What was my question? I don't know what your question was. Mm-hmm, me either. Well, te- I mean, it's taught me a lot about okay. even when I want somebody because I've like, if I go on a date with one of the guys and they aren't fulfilling something I need or like let's say I I went on a date with one guy and maybe they aren't very like words of affirmation like they never give me compliments or this and I'm like I I need that I go on a date with another guy he gives me that I'm like wait it's out there I can Mm -hmm. find that in a partner so it's just like very eye-opening and it's making me realize like there are people out there that can fit they can't there's never no one's gonna check every single box but there are people out there like you'll start to realize I'm starting to realize like what's more important like, is someone who asks me questions more important than someone who gives me compliments all day, vice versa? Like, I'm just trying to realize, like, the, like, what I'm really looking for in a relationship where my values really, like, are. Yeah, and I think it goes to, I think, one, I think it's really cool that there could be three people that you enjoy being with right now. Mm-hmm. And then to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to keep dating the three of them. And then how you're saying you're picking out, like, you don't know what you don't know. And I think we're so quick sometimes to make these rules. Yeah. Like if he doesn't ask me questions, but it's mm-hmm. like, well, this one does ask you questions, but this one over here, have you heard of like triggers when you see a person, how they make you feel? Yes. I just, I talked about the therapy yesterday. <laughs> you go like you go to, um, um, okay. So like, 
relying on your emotions versus your head. So like on paper, I would like him. Mm -hmm. But when you see them all three, this one gives me butterflies. I'm most excited to see him. But you're like, but he has none of the qualities I would have like written down. Doesn't that kind of make you just like so curious? Yeah. And I think a lot of times you'll meet someone who maybe like physically you're just like so attracted to them, but emotionally you're not. And you'll meet someone where emotionally you're so attracted to them, but physical isn't really there. And you'll start to see like what's more important and like what you can work on. And it's just, it's been a very eye-opening experience. Well, and I think you're starting to mitigate risk with it too. Like what's okay. Well, there's three. So if one, you're like, I really don't like him anymore. Okay, no problem. There's still two. Or you yeah. want to add one more into the equation, there's no problem. Yeah, and if, like, one of them found out I was dating other people, I would, like, you can't be mad at me for that. Right. Like, in I think in a lot of instances, most people are dating multiple people. But until, like, I would be, if one of them came to me and was like, Jordan, are you dating other people? I would be like, yeah, I am. Because we are not committed relationship right now. I don't, I, yeah, I don't even think, I don't even think they would even... It's like you were saying if they were, you were like, of course. Yeah. Like, why would we not be? Yeah. Because, like, I I also think, too, it's like, I always say, like, one day I want a relationship, but how am I supposed to find one if I'm not dating? Like, I didn't date anyone for the first, like, four months of 2023. Let's talk about Zola, because I recently went to a wedding, and I had the best time. But the thing is, we sit there on the day of, and we think that nobody had to do anything to get there. And as guests, we just enjoy it. But it's like, nope, when you're getting married, it's not just about the big day. It's about all the days leading along the way. And Zola is here for all of them. Weddings are such a great time. The anticipation, the dressing up, the dancing. But you know what I really love? When couples use Zola to plan their wedding. And I told you, my brother, he's engaged right now. He's using Zola. Him and his fiance, they have so much to figure out. We're now doing the rehearsal dinner. And it's like Zola is a place where you can get everything in one especially if you're planning a destination wedding and you're like, I don't know anything that's going on here in Napa, but Zola can help you plan. Um, and that is from the stunning save the date, which they're working on right now. And I'm like, I can't wait to put, hang that up on my refrigerator. Zola means giving gifts you actually want to give, whether it's fancy kitchenware or contributing to a cash fund. And it means to get in the romantic mood by looking at all those adorable photos of the happy couple on their wedding website. I love wedding websites and browsing them. Find out where you need to be without asking a million annoying questions to the bride and groom. You can just go to the website. Everything you need is there. So if you guys are planning a wedding, do everyone a favor. Do all of your guests a favor and use Zola. Your guests will love it almost as much as you will. Start planning at Zola.com today. That's Zola, Z-O-L-A.com. Happy wedding planning. Well, and I think it's really good too, though, that you're saying it makes you less, not obsessed with the one, but you're not, you don't have such a magnifying glass on it. Yeah. So I really think you relax and you just have fun with it. And then you get to rely on your gut and how you feel. And then you're like, I ended up in a place I would never end up. Well, and it puts less pressure on the guys because I'm not like, Ugh. XYZ did this. And then I just think about it all day. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'll just talk to someone else. Yeah. And it also, like, it makes me less anxious of a dater because my brain is like, wait, there are people out there that you can connect with mm -hmm. because you're now putting yourself out there. And if you can find, let's say, it's three people that you like, like, there are other people out there if these three didn't work for some reason. Totally. So I think overall, I think... Dating multiple people has been one of the healthiest things I've ever done. And it's probably not a fit for everyone. Yeah. Like, like there are probably people, I don't know, what, what's that, what was those words you used? They were what? Attachment types? Secure, anxious, and avoidant. But those are what? Attachment styles. Attachment styles. Yeah. I think it's really interesting knowing your attachment style and then knowing the caveat to it, like the way to date. Oh my God, yeah. I. It was so funny because I have struggled with 
being like wanting to commit to someone for I don't know five years and just now the other week in therapy she was like we should talk about this and I'm realizing like being avoidant is opening up so many things in my life and if I conquer that I can build like really healthy relationships or like wait like knowing you're avoidant you mean like acknowledging you're avoidant and then wanting to work on it yes okay because I never really thought about it I was like why can't I find anyone like I like I am the problem like I even was talking to my therapist about that and I was like so I blame a lot of men and think that they're the problem but I think I am because I'm avoidant and she's like yeah yeah you are she's really (laughs) but how um important yeah. To realize and then look at what happens on the other side of it. Like, I truly feel like this practice is making me, like, such a healthy person in removing, like... And I also don't deal with bullshit anymore. Like, if a guy does something, I'm like, no, thank you. I will literally just go on a date with another guy and you're exiled off the island. But you're not angry about that. You're just no. like, that's that. it's good to know up front, too. You're like, that's not for me. Next. Like, I feel like... I mean, you've heard all my dating stories. And I feel like this past, like, month... I think it's safe to say, like, there's no one I'm really upset, been obsessive over compared to previous guys. No, 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 definitely not. And there's like the guy that you were like, he's in, and then you were like, he's out, and then you're like, he's back in, and he's back out, and it's like, but it used to be so harsh almost when he was out, Mm -hmm. and it was like he couldn't come back from that. Avoidant. Yes, and it's like it wasn't that bad what he did. Yeah, you know what I mean. But or maybe to me it wasn't. I didn't give people chances. Correct. And now you're much more like this. This guy. I mean, he's back in. He's back out. And it's mm-hmm. like you're you're like detached from it. It's close to you, but you're detached from it. And I think that you're really enjoying that. Like you seem really happy doing this. Oh, I have never enjoyed dating more in my entire life. It's so that's fun. the whole point of it. Yeah. And I will be on track by 2024. I will be a secure dater. I I I love that part of it. That's okay. <laughs> no, my attachment style will be secure. <laughs> Why is that funny? It's just how did how how do you know like by 2024? Oh, I was just like joking about the time frame. Okay, I was like, hold on. Did somebody tell you? No. Did no. your astrologist say by 2024 <laughs> December? Well, my astrologist told me by 2024 I will have met my soulmate. So yeah, I sure hope so. Okay. I do have to. I do have to touch on that. What didn't didn't your astrologist say in June you were gonna meet July? July you were gonna meet your soulmate. There was a time you said it in a different city. Um, so my astrologist told me I was gonna meet my soulmate this summer between this summer and twenty like the beginning of twenty twenty four. Not like like by like January first, and he said it would be in a way of travel, and that could be anything from like. They don't live here. We meet on the subway traveling. We meet on a plane. Like, you know what I mean? It's so broad. It is broad. But I will say, he did say they're, um, they are heavy in Sagittarius. And I have, none of the guys I'm dating are Sagittarius. Do you know, could heavy in Sagittarius also be that thing, the rising? And mm. so then you need to know their birth. I do. Do you know it? I do know theirs, yeah. And they, they don't have any Sagittarius? No. At all? No. They're actually the two signs that my astrologist told me to avoid. Oh. Which is ironic. Um, very comical. But I'm trying to not be so obsessed with astrology. Well, but I think, too, I think you're learning, like, it, this is bigger picture than that. Yeah. This is, I mean, yeah, it's about the guys, but this is also about the overarching theme of attachment styles and, like, learning yourself. Yeah. And knowing you like dating multiple people. Yeah. Um, if anyone's interested in learning more about attachment styles, the book Attached is really good. Okay. Yeah. Have you read, um, it's very famous. Atomic Habits? No. 
Uh, is it a self-help book? It's like the, it's like this book that it, it's like super famous, and the guy has a llama. Doesn't even know what I'm talking about. A llama? He's got the llama. It's on the cover. Maybe. Well, he owns a llama. I started reading it, but I couldn't finish it. Oh my gosh, it's like the most famous book in the world. What? It's like a book with a llama. The Alchemist. I've heard of it, but I've never. What is it again? Uh, I don't know. I didn't get very far, but it changes people's lives. Uh, one of the guys I went on a date with, he said his one of his favorite books is Think Like a Monk. No way. I was like, Alex will approve. I'm going to start a book club. Okay. Can I join? Yes. Okay. I don't know what book we're going to read first, but. Okay. So everyone's obsessed. And if Alana was here, she would probably cry. Um, the Th- Court of Thorns and Roses or Court of Roses and Thorns. Is it nonfiction or fiction? It's fiction. It's a little um, like fantasy. You know what Graham told me the other day? You read fiction to raise the floor and nonfiction to raise the ceiling backwards you read nonfiction to raise the floor and fiction to raise the ceiling okay so Wait. why why do you read fiction to raise the ceiling because it's dreaming and it's not real life so it rate like oh. dream, if dreaming is a form of planning then you read fiction and I don't ever read I only read nonfiction but I was like maybe I'll dabble in a fiction yeah to expand you should read um, I'm gonna start the seven husbands of would that be good for me right now I take back that recommendation. What is that about? It's about this woman who has seven different husbands in her lifetime. It's not my book. And it's a different story with each one. I haven't read it yet, but I it. Um, I take back that recommendation. <laughs> and so, rewind. But a quarter of Rose and Thorns. Um, Lindsay also reads it with Alana. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I think I would like that. Yeah. I have similar taste in books with her. My friend... Abby literally told me that she can't leave her room and she gets anxiety if she's not reading the book. She's so obsessed with it. Really? Yeah, my roommate also said the same thing. She, like, read the whole series. It's, like, a cult. Okay, I, I will, I will I'll invest in that. Yeah, I'm gonna, once Engage. I move, I'm gonna start reading again. Yeah. But I'm always reading, like, a self-help book on the side. Right. I'm reading Attached right now, so. Okay, you are reading that. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Jordan and I reference therapy specifically in this episode maybe 50 times because we are such a proponent for life and figuring out the best life path for you and being the best version of yourself because sometimes in life we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. You have no idea what to do and we were talking about checking your gut this time but it's like your therapist told you your gut is sometimes your avoidant and attachment styles. Mm -hmm. So when you go to therapy you really can untangle your feelings and figure out how you best want to do your path forward. So whether you're dealing with decisions around career relationship or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and exciting trusting yourself to make the best decisions that align with your values is easier with a therapist and better help is truly a great way. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You're just going to fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Mean Girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Mean Girl. So, speaking of, we're going to go to the triggers thing. Love being triggered. Well, I was thinking about it, how friends, people, Mm -hmm. people in general, make you feel. 
and how so often hopefully the camera's not getting your crotch well i don't think it's showing okay right (laughs) 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 looks like it's so, so all I can see is your legs up high. Oh, my hand is strategically I, placed. Okay, I can't see it because your other hand was in the way. And I'm like, I hope the camera's not getting a crotch shot right now. We should be good. I think I think we're good. Watch on YouTube. Speaking of, but I think it's probably like safe. We're safe, right, Nick? We're very safe. <laughs> yes. Um, Crap. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Dang it. So you know how when you see somebody, if you solely rely on, okay, if you had a friend. Okay, proximity number one. I think, I always talk about how I think proximity is important. But I went to a museum yesterday, the Jay-Z, the Book of Hove Museum. Oh, yeah. And it was excellent. And I went with a person in social media that I've always looked up to. Randomly, very randomly. And I, I was talking to him and I was like, he was telling me all about Jay-Z and all, all of these things he's interested in. And I was like, wow, like you make me want to be more in- interested in like I love books, but thinking about something else. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z lyrics. I've never really thought about it. I never even knew Jay-Z never wrote down his lyrics. Uh, yeah, I didn't know the amount of like, I didn't know he started as a drug dealer and then invested in himself and like put up all the money to make his first album. I didn't know a lot about him. But, but usually people that are that well respected and renowned for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So I found him to be very fascinating and I thought it was cool that this guy you know, took a liking to him and he was like, has an impact on his life. So now I was thinking about proximity of people, like if who you surround yourself with, don't push you to think outside the box or to be better. Not how sad that would be, but how you should incorporate some people like that into your life that make you want to think of things differently. Then I started thinking about how people make you feel. So if you had somebody like that in your life, but so when I see you, I said this on the way. I was talking to Grandma on the phone on the way here. And I said, it's so funny. When I see Jordan, I, th- I feel safe. And I feel fine to be myself. Right? Like that. like that. But that's how you make me feel. Mm-hmm. Take everything else, what I know about you, anything. That's just a simple, like, feeling about you. There are some people I see where I start to feel very anxious. Where I'm like, I have to watch what I say. Like, I don't feel okay to be mean. That I might, whatever I say or do might be used against me in the court of law later. Like, do you know what I mean? Those people, and they, and they make you feel a certain type of way. And so I was thinking about how triggers sometimes on a on a top level can be confusing and then I was like okay so how do I figure out how people make me feel and then I was like oh my gosh solely how when I see them my body reacts and I feel like that could be you with the guys when you see them how your how your body feels Mm -hmm. and I'm reading Glennon Doyle's book Untamed and she was like if you stop listening to your head and just start listening to your body then your body's trying to tell you it's real sometimes your head will start to talk you out of it like what we know Mm -hmm. but your body's never gonna lie I love that because I feel like if you have a strong gut, your gut will always tell you everything. And yeah, I, I think about it. I think it's like most prevalent with like my exes. Like the guy I saw um, back in, or I used to date back in the fall. And then we saw in Nashville. Like the moment I saw him, it was like sick feeling in my stomach. I like lost like mobility in my body and it's just like it's so crazy how you can see someone and they can make you feel so much of a certain way and then yeah like when you see like when I see you I just feel like safe and I can talk to you but it's your gut will literally tell you everything you need to know about somebody 
Yeah, and your mind, after you see the guy, maybe your mind was like, okay, well, hold on. Let's think about it this way. But it's like, no, what would your body tell you? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how you feel. Yeah. You don't have to apologize for that. You don't have to do anything other than that and recognize it's how you felt. Mm-hmm. And I think about it with friends, too. Even, even if their name pops up on my phone. Some of them I'm like, oh, I don't even care. I don't care what they said. I'll open it up and I'll be like, great, perfect. Take it with a grain of salt, respond, move on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a name can pop up and you're like, what's it going to be? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Even sometimes when you meet people or like you have a few friends where you like leave that situation you're like why did I act like a robot like I couldn't even be or speak like myself and then you you talk to some people and you just like anything you that you say just feels natural and you feel comfortable and it's just very interesting how different people can like bring certain sides out of you I think it is I think that's a good another good point like when you leave the situation and you look back and you're like I didn't like that like mm-hmm. you just didn't like it and you don't really know why yeah but like I have a weird taste in my mouth about that encounter yeah. or like if you go on like a date or like a friend date and you're just like ew I did not like that version of myself I didn't even feel like I could be me right then somehow they're you know what someone told me the other day I was like I I kept saying it was I was going to oh I was going to that spritz society event mm-hmm. on Monday and I couldn't decide if I wanted to go and the Amory was like we're, we're, we're gonna go I was like all right let's go so we're, we're going, and I was like, I don't want to go. I can't, and I kept saying, I can't do this. I was like, man, I can't do this. Like I, and they said, you're in control. Like, what do you mean you can't do it? Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're literally on your way, so you're going to do it. And I was like, I don't know. Like, the mountains lately have seemed a little bit big, but then I get up close, and they are really hills. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you, you do realize, like, you have the power. If you get in there and you don't want to be there or it's awkward or something, you just leave. Yeah. Like we're so we're so used to putting ourselves in these situations and then staying in them. Yeah. Maybe that's the people pleaser in you and I. Maybe like some born and bred New Yorkers would be like, nah, literally. But we would like go and stay. Yeah. For what? Like why? I feel like that's been our theme like all summer. Like for what? And I've like really been taking that into heart before I do things. I'm like, for what and for who? You know what I love that you did? What? You didn't go to the event on Monday. No, I did not. I loved that version of you that was just like, I don't know if I'm going to go. I was like, she doesn't know it's on the calendar. She doesn't. I mean, like, I trust me. I couldn't decide to tell 30 minutes before. But then you're like, I'm not going. And I was like, for her. Lately, I've really been trying because I feel like I give so much energy to everyone around me and I never give myself anything. And I really sat back and thought and I was like, so my best friend was she actually went back to so people are gonna be like what she was in the er but she went back to the er so i was dealing with that she's out now she's healthy um Good. she's finally out so i had that moving and like i wanted to be there for her i also had to move so i like took a step back and i was like okay i can go to this event and i can be stressed the entire time and then come back and then my whole night will be pushed about three hours and i'll have to do all these things check up on her which i wanted to do because she's like i love her she's my best friend move still or i could just not go to the event Check up on her, move, and then go to bed at a reasonable time. And and that was all for you, all for me. And who would the event event been for? for, for My who? conscience, literally. Like for who? For who? Like what? To check a box? Yeah, yeah. No, I've been really trying to be like, okay, Jordan. Like, because I always when I don't do things, I feel guilty. Yeah. And like, let's say. Because you're so good about this. Like, if you don't want to do something, you don't do it. I'm not doing it. So, like, if you and I made plans. Like, for example, I got invited to this birthday party on Saturday, and I don't know the girl. I just was, like, going to go just to, like, go because I had nothing going on. But then someone invited me to a Yankees game, and I was like, 
I'd much rather go to the Yankees game because those are people I like and I'm friends with. And I would never and like I I always like stick with my first plan. But in this case, the birthday party was literally like no one would know if I was there or not. Right. It was just like I was gonna go with my friend and her boyfriend. So she already has her boyfriend. And I was like sitting and being like, Oh my god, I feel so I'm gonna feel so guilty like telling her I'm gonna go to the the Yankees game because like I want her to be mad. But then I'm like why would she be mad? She won't be. It's her friend's birthday. She's with her boyfriend. And I'll see her after the birthday. 100%. And because it's like, I like come up with this like irrational guilt behind every decision if I like don't do something for someone. Yeah. And I'm really trying to stop that. That's good though. Yeah. I'm really proud of you for that. Thank you. I feel like you'll get a lot of your time back. And energy. And, and energy. And it's like, if you would have gone to that on Monday over moving and being there for your best friend, like... Who, who would have gained there? No one. No one. It would have been a loss. Yeah. Also, something to quick add about the um, triggers when you meet people. Um, not to, like, go back to attachment styles, but something I learned about that is because I always, like, was so, like, strong about my gut. Like, I was, like, I always will trust my gut. But my therapist taught me that if you meet someone and you think that maybe some, like, let's say you're dating someone and you're, like, eh, something's off about them. She's, like, that could be your attachment style coming out, preventing you from building a connection because they're healthy and you're not. Oh, that's isn't that, good. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, that's really fascinating. And so you're, it's so maybe sometimes, you know, I do think about the gut is it does take a bit to read. Yeah. Like, cause sometimes it could be the attachment styles, like right on top of the gut saying, no, run. And you're like, that's my gut. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, it's not. Yeah. Cause I went on a date with one of the guys and I remember, and I was kind of like, I don't know if he's like a red flag or not. And then I talked to it about talk uh, talked about him in therapy, and she goes, "I think you're the red flag in this situation, and you see that he's secure, and that scares you, so you're coming up with reasons not to talk to him." Mm. And I was like, "Damn, that's powerful, though." I'm like, "Yep, you're right." It's really good to to deconstruct or reconstruct like the way you think about things. Yeah, I think that's important. So I always trust my gut, but sometimes now I have to like take a step back and be like, "Uh huh." Well, and I think with our gut too. This is what my therapist said. I was like, my gut's telling me one thing. She's like, okay, well, it'll be there in five days. So just check on it again. And like, what's the rush with these guys too? It's like, my gut's telling me to go away. Okay. Well, this is Wednesday. So maybe just check in again on Friday. Yeah. Is your gut still saying that? Or does your gut maybe, is the gut, maybe you telling yourself what you want to hear for a second. Yeah. And then really what's the gut? So interesting when you learn a new thing. Yeah. It's the best though. Learning new, uh, being a sponge like in the world is really powerful because you can learn. I think we're oftentimes taught. Okay. I I read this the other day. It would be so beneficial if we were, our parents worked so hard to expose us to one way of life. And it would really be amazing if we were exposed to the complete opposite, Mm -hmm. but they don't want to expose you to it because they're so afraid that you'll get wrapped up into that. And it's like, but it's really good because between when you have uh, the good and the bad, then I think you find the middle. Oh yeah. And what's true to you. I know, and, like, I feel like going to therapy is awesome, but if you don't want to go to therapy, I think if you just pick up a book that teaches you about your brain, and it could be, think like a monk, it could be attachment styles, it could be atomic habits, it's, like, that could be your version of therapy. Yeah. Just, like, figuring out how to be a better version of yourself on a regular basis. Yeah, neuroplasticity is so real, so go exercise it. Yeah, because one of the guys was, like, is it a red flag that I don't, he didn't word it like that, because that's going to be, like, oh, I was, like, (laughs) he did not word it like that. He was, because I brought up therapy, and I was, like, because he was, like, asking me all these questions. I was, like, no, I just pay for someone to listen to my problems. <laughs> I was, like, I go to therapy. I love it. And he was, like, "Is it? Would it? does it bother you that I don't go to therapy? Which I was, like, what a great question to ask. But I was, like, no, because based on our conversation, you're, one, 
not judging me for going. You're open to it and you read books that are training your mind to be a better person. Yeah. And that was really, that was really cool that he said that because there's a world where he said, does it bother you that I don't go to therapy? There's a world where it could bother him that you do. Yeah. And it's like really cool that he has the wherewithal. Yeah. To understand. Cause I think the only red flag is if someone is against therapy and you going to therapy. Cause I was like, I don't need you to go to therapy, but if you're okay with me going, that's all that matters. Totally. And you're willing to like hear what I have to say and like my feedback. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and you can bring to the table sometimes what your therapist says. And it's like, that's not Bible, but yeah. that's a talking point. No, it's it's a jumping off point. It is Bible. Graham and I used to always be like, remember, remember the episode where I was like, he'd be like, my therapist said, and I'd be like, well, my therapist said, <laughs> and then we're like, okay, well, I put my therapist on like a pedestal. She's like the president. Right. It's like <laughs> what she said, it trumps everything. And it's like, well, it, what, I mean, literally, maybe not. <laughs> I always say that in my head. I'm like, well, my therapist said this. Like, shut up. Yeah, my therapist, my therapist could tell me it's okay to, like, murder someone. And I'd be like, it's okay. She's like, well, did you do it because he hurt your feelings? Yeah, okay, it's fine. It's, it's like, really okay. okay. They can really, like, therapists can also justify anything. Literally. Which we love them for. I love them. You guys, we are so excited about this next ad because Jordan has worn them for a long time. And I finally tried them after all the hype. The one and only Skims, which J-Dub actually bought me for my birthday. The underwear is game-changing, and I will never, ever, ever go back. J-Dub, tell us about your favorite products. Yeah, so I literally am obsessed with Skims. This was such an exciting, like, such exciting news when they wanted to partner with us because I wear them every single day. My favorites from the Fits Everybody collection is the push-up bra and unlined bra because I feel like I'm not wearing anything. I stopped wearing bras after COVID. And I started wearing bras again once I got the Fits Everybody line from Skims. It's so comfortable. I feel like, like I said, I'm not wearing anything. I'm going to start wearing bras all the time. And I also really like the Fits Everybody dipped front thong because it's also comfortable because I also don't wear underwear very often. So I love to travel with it. I sit on a plane for a few hours. Don't even feel like I'm wearing underwear. It's so great. And yeah, I'm literally obsessed with this collection from Skims. And the best part about it is Skims is creating the next generation of underwear for everybody. So I've been living in my Fits Everybody bra and underwear. I used to never really wear underwear and bra. Like, we always joke about that in here. But then when you got it for me, and then whenever we were able to order from them, I was like, this is, I truly don't feel like I'm wearing anything. And I love that I can style my Fits Everybody scoop neck bra with a vest. I wore it with a denim vest, and I was like, I can wear this out. And I was so comfortable. So the Fits Everybody collection of underwear is super light and molds to your body. The buttery soft fabric stretches twice its size without ever losing its shape. That's really important, meaning it, you get the perfect fit every time. Available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. Believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The Fits Everybody collection and more perfect fit essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, this is very important, you guys, be sure to let them know we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and be sure to select our show, Mean Girl, in the drop-down menu that follows. Don't forget that part. It's very it's important. Very important. Give credit where credit is due. Yes. Therapy. Do you want to do a listener question? Yes, I do. Do you want to read it? Oh, I I'll do the listener question. I, can't, it's, I need to like figure out how to read because I can't even read to you. Um, it's getting bad, Alex. No, it's okay. I know, but I'm an adult. 
I am an adult. <laughs> My boyfriend of 10 years is standing up as a best man for his childhood's best friend wedding. I also grew up with the groom and we are good friends. Wedding is August 12th. The bride and I had a falling out in 2021 and she has not talked to me since. When I'm around her, I do not feel welcome or wanted to be around. Not an environment I wanted to be in to begin with let alone on my 30th birthday, but willing to do it for my partner. Um, so does she go to, basically the question is, does she go to the wedding or does she go do her own thing and put herself first, as she puts it, on her 30th birthday? Damn. That's a hard question. My boyfriend. Okay. I wonder how long they've been dating. But it sounds like a long time because she's very close with the groom, but have falling out with the bride. That takes a long time to establish. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. you show up to the wedding. It's not about you. You put a smile on. If you run into the bride, you say congratulations. And I know it's your 30th birthday, but you'll have a lot more birthdays and you'll feel better. Like the higher road is, two wrongs never made a right. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the falling out was about, but you show up and you put on a happy face and that will mean more to the people that are going to be in your life for a long time than you putting yourself first on your 30th. You can have a 30th birthday the next weekend or something. Literally the next day. Yeah, but you go to that wedding with a smile on. Yeah, I'm with you, especially because one, her boyfriend is in the wedding, which is a big deal. And two, she sounds like she's very close with the groom still. And the next day, what like you're going to feel like shit if you don't go to that wedding. Because you can literally celebrate your birthday any day going forward. Yeah. You don't, your 30, you don't have to celebrate your 30th on the actual day. Right, and taking in, and showing up and smiling and having a good time like that's the duty here yeah that is the duty I think maybe it'd be different if her boyfriend wasn't in the wedding totally but he's that's a big deal when your significant other is in somebody's wedding party like to be in somebody's wedding party means that you're a very special part of their life yes especially their best man and I think too I think also with this being said it's not show up and just show up. I mean, I think you you show up, but if you see the bride or the groom, you say congratulations. Even if you guys mm-hmm. had a falling out, you absolutely say something. But he's she, the best man. Yeah. She can respond. The bride can respond to you how she wants, but you keep your side of the street clean. Yes. I also think, too, how awkward would it be for your boyfriend when he's the best man and everyone's like, where's your girlfriend? Uh, she didn't want to come. She wanted to celebrate her 30th because she had a falling out with the bride. Like, how awkward. Yeah. And then he's not at your 30th. That, that, that none of them are at your 30th. Like, no, you go. Yeah, yeah. Got to take one for the team here and just go. You can yeah. celebrate your 30th tomorrow. Totally. And you'll feel better. Like you would have, she would have guilt on her 30th celebrating it, without, especially without her boyfriend there. But then if she went to the wedding and then her boyfriend's going to want her to have a great 30th because he'd be like, thank you for going. That meant yeah. so much. Let's go do it. Yeah. That would only bring short-term satisfaction. Yeah. Long-term guilt. Yeah. 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 Also, you want to celebrate your 30th with your boyfriend. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. He wouldn't even be there. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Go to the wedding. And, and she's going to get kudos for going on her 30th. Yeah. And I maybe, mean, then you're kind of the winner there. And maybe she'll make up with the bride. Yeah. And maybe they will be best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. A success story. Yeah. Um, okay. AB, do you want to do what you do best? I'm laughing at you You typing back noted as a listener question. Did you send that? <laughs> I had a re Yes, I did. I had unsend it, though, because I was like, wait, noted. this is not a listener question. Um... Follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Leave us a five-star review and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh, and this week we will be in <laughs> Dallas and Austin on Wednesday in Dallas and Thursday in Austin. Yes. We're going to drive. Yeah, to, between Dallas and Austin. I'm so excited. excited about that. I know. So we'll be at um, 
Christie's in Dallas on July 26th and Greenlight Social in Austin on July 27th. Times have been posted by this time, but I don't know them at the, <laughs> off the top of my head at this moment. Refer to our Instagram <laughs> yes. for the time. Follow us on Instagram so you can know the times. Um, all right. Love you guys. Love you.